What's up, guys? Brady Trantham here. This is the OKC82 podcast uh, from the Franchise Podcast Network. I just want to give you guys a quick heads up. Basically, it's whenever we start talking about Carmelo, and I, I don't know what mark it is because right now it's 1724. However long this little intro is, um, just tack on um, those seconds. Um, r- the recording of this podcast just went out of control. Um, there were like three or four second gaps for the next 15 minutes and I did the best that I could to basically copy and paste um, a coherent podcast uh, for you guys because I I actually had a lot of fun recording tonight with uh, Madison and I didn't really want to scrap it because it it really only it's it's kind of bad for about 15 minutes so if you want to skip it go right ahead Um, because the last uh, 15 20 minutes of the podcast was normal and it was fine there were no gaps but I just had to basically have fun with it as much as I could and uh, try and fix it. But apologies. I don't know what happened. Hopefully it doesn't happen next time. Um, And if if it does happen next time, I need to get new recording software and hardware. And then we'll probably just have to re-record, record it anyway. But um, yeah. So um, yeah, this is about 30 seconds long. So (laughs) just add that to 1724. So around the 18 minute mark, whenever we start talking about Carmel Anthony, just uh, heads up everybody, but let's start that intro right now. You're listening to the OKC 82 podcast with Brady Trantham and Madison Morris, the best place for OKC Thunder basketball, a part of 1077, the franchise podcast network. Hello. What's up, Madison Morris? Not much. What are you doing? I'm recording this OKC82 podcast. I didn't even oh, give gosh. you. A, I didn't even give you a chance to like really get accustomed to the podcast at all. So you're you're in this uh, just as quickly as I am. I hit record and you answered. So uh, what's Brady, up? Ma- what if I had answered with something extremely vulgar and just absolutely relentless to you? Like, I, like what do you mean? Like, fuck this. I hate doing these fucking podcasts <laughs> in fucking August. <laughs> Exactly like that. Oh, don't don't worry about it. That's uh, we can. I, I enjoy putting like the little bleep <laughs> in the in the edits or in the post production, which I never have. Like speaking of that, I I kind of feel bad. Like the off season, the off season has like brought out like the cuss wordiness in me. Like I've said, yeah. I've said bull on this podcast. I've said <laughs> god, I've said hell, I've said ass, and. Oh, to everybody listening, I'm very sorry because we don't have the explicit content tag, so um, maybe yeah, we should change sorry. that. But you know, rest assured, once the season starts and we're in the arena and I'm in a nice um, outfit, I probably won't cuss as much. But it's the off-season mass, and there's not that much to talk about. <laughs> no, there's not anything to talk about, really. I, um, I've kinda, I was like picking my brain a little bit today about what we were going to talk about. And, um, yeah, there's literally, like, I think in the past we've said there's not much going on. There's not much to talk about. (laughs) There's been, like, a few things. There is literally nothing to talk about right now because nobody's getting moved around. Nobody's making headlines right now. Nothing, like, super exciting and sexy is going on in Oklahoma City. There's legit nothing going on. Not even really in uh, in the other organizations either. So, yeah. It's happy August, everybody. Yeah, it's the month that the NBA certainly enjoys. Everybody that either works in front offices, um, on teams, like as players, um, even team officials, you know, people that we interact with, Madison, on a day-to-day basis once the season's actually going on, 
they love them some August. They enjoy oh, not yeah. having to run around, get on a flight, go talk to this person, go you know talk to the the media here about whatever. Um, everybody that is involved with the NBA does enjoy um, August, but I've got to say maybe it's just because you know I've been doing this now for the franchise. I'm going into my third season. Um, second full season. I I brought I came on with the franchise at the um, during the playoffs with Utah last year. So my third season overall. Maybe it's maybe it's just because I'm kind of young. I really hate <laughs> this month. I I hate <laughs> I hate that there's no news and that we have to kind of like regurgitate stuff that's kind of already been talked about. Um, of course I, I gave you like a little list of things that we could um, cover on this podcast. We might get to them. We might not just depending on, of course, how the conversation goes. But um, right after I sent that to you, I saw that Kevin Durant opened his mouth and he, you know, he's fun to talk about on this podcast. We've had great conversations about Kevin Durant on this podcast and I haven't even seen it. What's going on with old KD now? Yeah. So apparently I don't know where he said this. I don't know if it was on a podcast or in a sit-down interview. I, I have no idea. Or maybe like on his own, I think, what is it called? 35 Ventures, his YouTube account. Um, apparently somebody asked him, like, so how did it feel in Toronto um, in, what was it, game three or game four? I think it was game four. Uh, when you went down, ultimately tore your Achilles, and then the crowd initially started cheering. Like, what did that feel like? And... Kevin Durant's reply was, hell, that's going to be the only, that's probably going to be the last time they're in the finals anyway, so. Oh, shoot. Shots fired. So, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Durant, who is probably a perfect analytical player, you know, he, he plays the right way that all the analytical nerds like him to play, even when he goes isolation. I mean, it's really hard to argue with a Kevin Durant isolation offense. The guy is a, a legitimate, he's a Hall of Famer. But it, it's, it's weird because the analytical NBA nerd um, lover boy this season, at least in the early parts of the year, uh, was Pascal Siakam. So Kevin Durant, not a big buyer in Pascal Siakam stock moving forward for Toronto. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, Kevin Durant, there's just so much to be said about him, especially uh, his style of playing kind of the past year he's had. Obviously, he's going to be dealing with uh, that injury that Brady was just talking about this entire next season, it's going to keep him out. That sucks, especially like uh, for a future Hall of Famer player like Kevin Durant. But, man, I, I really want to go and listen to this now. Um, you know, I wasn't even quite aware of his YouTube channel. And when you said that, I got on YouTube <laughs> and was typing it. And I said, what? And so, yeah, I mean, that's... That's kind of typical KD fashion, though. If someone's going to ask him about something like that, I feel like he's just going to throw it right back in their face with something else. I don't think he's ever going to be really the type that's like, oh, yeah, man, like, that hurt my feelings. I was disrespectful. How dare... No, he's going to be like... He's going to say something pretty smart-assy back. You, and so that doesn't really surprise me. I think you're exactly right. Do you know how much sympathy and like love he would receive from the masses. There's always going to be people that hate on you. There there are there are people that hate on Madison, which is I think the stupidest silliest thing that you could ever do because uh Madison wouldn't hurt a fly. I don't, I don't know why anybody would ever hate on you Madison unless you know, unless it's around, you know, bedlam time, oh she wins and you gloat on Twitter, then you might get some people <laughs> that hate on you. Um but if Kevin Durant ever just kind of was like yeah, that really hurt my feelings when I left the Thunder and um, all the backlash I got from Thunder fans and 
fans that used to root for me and support me and then just NBA fans like it really hurt my feelings if that's yeah. all if that's all he said and like god we're gonna fall down a Kevin Durant rabbit hole right now but it's August if that happened <laughs> oh my god would he have so much sympathy and just like it's okay man it's okay anytime a player opens up about how they truly feel um, especially if they come from I guess what is considered by some as a place of weakness you know when you show your feelings and your emotions you, mm-hmm. you tend to get a lot of positive feedback so um you know the tough guy thing really hasn't worked for kevin i mean it, it's worked for him in getting championships it's worked for him um upgrading his career in terms of his uh, uh the way that he's been able to play basketball um he's still he's still an mvp caliber player hopefully he can bounce back after this achilles injury um after missing this coming year but um, you know, like speaking of the YouTube channel, I think this is where he had this really golden reply to somebody, um, right after he left the, um, thunder, somebody was like trashing him and Kevin said, I can't remember what it was, but it was something like, um, I have pimples. I do this. I'm like insecure. Um, I, I slide into DMS. I'm a human being. <laughs> and I just remember reading that thinking, like yeah, we know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like does. like we know this. Um, I didn't think it was that profound. I, I guess sometimes people need to be re- reminded that these players are human beings. But I mean, I don't know. We could we could talk for forty five minutes about Kevin Durant. I really don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, I just yeah. I mean, honestly, I think a lot of times, especially myself, sometimes because I, I still get frustrated with players. And I still get frustrated with, like, decisions that are made. I get frustrated with uh, kind of not really, like, spur-of-the-moment decisions, but just, you know, little things that you didn't see coming. And so that kind of makes it that makes it out to be a decision that you're just like, what the heck were you thinking? And But you do have to take a step back and you have to remember, like, these guys, they are players. They're just human beings. They're just people who play basketball and get paid to do it. You know, they're not superhumans. They're not they don't possess any kind of powers that we don't, I mean, except for like extreme athleticism. I do not possess that, but good for them. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, there is so much to be said about Kevin Durant. I 110% want to listen to all of these, um, YouTube channels and podcasts and whatever else he's doing, uh, after we get off this podcast tonight, cause that's interesting. But yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? Good luck to Kevin and whatever he has coming forward. Yeah, some of them even have the ability, like the superhuman ability, to wear a trash bag, uh, duct tape. Mm-hmm. Um, those like early '90s, I think they were Skechers that um, oh, no. would, would glow when you'd walk on the floor. You know, oh, no. every time you take a step, they would like light up. Like they can wear all that, and it can be called high fashion. If I if yeah. I if I wear that, somebody's going to put me away, like in a mental <laughs> institution. Um, yeah, I, even I can't get away with that. And I dress, I, I dress like trash. You, you, Madison. By the way, I actually um, pull the curtain back a little bit. Um, I don't think we mentioned this at all on any of these podcasts, but our good friend Jerry Ramsey had his birthday. What was that? That's true. Yeah. What was that? Like two Fridays ago. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, a couple weeks ago, and uh, you and I were there with a few other people from the station. I think John Ham was there. Oh yeah, he did a. Uh, uh, anyway, so like we were doing the karaoke thing upstairs with everybody and, uh, John did gold digger. So that was, that was Fantastic. fun. But Madison, I've got to say, 
Um, you you did Don't Want to Miss a Thing by Aerosmith. Of course. And oh my God, you were actually dressed like a l- little rock star. It was so cool. You had you had like a white dress, um, mm-hmm. a half denim jacket, you know, on top, and a little black cowboy hat and some cow cowgirl boots. Like you looked like a legitimate rock star. I must say. Oh my gosh, that just made my whole night because I threw that together last second and then I had to see Aerosmith wearing cowboy boots and something felt very wrong about it. <laughs> but now it, it all feels right. <laughs> it all feels right. And I believe um, a couple of the guys helped me out and uh, tied their scarves and their bandanas or whatnot to my microphone stand. So it really gave me the full Steven Tyler. Oh okay? yeah, it was it was awesome. The whole room was singing along. Yes, it, it was great. Honestly, a couple I of tears. Couple of tears were shed because it got real emotional because <laughs> it's an emotional From song. Me. Um, you've seen Armageddon, right? Of course, I've seen. Ar- of course. Yeah, it's an Aerosmith soundtrack. Of course, you've seen it. Do I you, had to have seen it. Do you cry every time you watch it? Um, I don't anymore. I honestly, the first time I watched it, I cried. Yes. I I can't help but cry. Like, maybe not like the full way. Like, I either cry now, like, right when Bruce Willis, like, uh, throws Ben Affleck back into the elevator, or I cry, <laughs> like, right at the end credits when um, they return to Earth and they have their funeral. Like, I, it's just one of those, that movie and Saving Private Ryan, like, no matter oh, what, um, no matter, like, if I'm just catching it midway or... Full, like watching the full-on movie like I, I can't help I can't help it don't even get me started on Saving Private Ryan it's tugging on my heartstrings already it's hard to see Tom Hanks die which um if that's hard for you don't ever watch Philadelphia um oh gosh yeah so I, I guess other little thunder nugget news stuff uh Danilo Gallinari had an appendectomy he's oh, I saw that it's gonna be fine apparently um, from what John said uh, on Saturday, and we had this podcast put up on the feed, so it, it sh- it's probably somewhere on there. Um, but I kind of half-assed looked for this, Madison, but do you remember John saying that uh, apparently Gallinari was being interviewed by an Italian reporter or with something, and Gallinari was already talking about, oh yeah, next year, like when this contract is up, I just want to go play for a contender. <laughs> oh, shoot. I haven't, I can't find it. Uh, I'm sure it's probably well known by now by like hardcore thunder fans but it's kind of funny sometimes when you see players that are in situations similar to Gallinari where they're on a team where they're not really long for this world and they're just like yeah it is what it is I can't wait to go play for a contender (laughs) yeah when I get out of this bind this is my plan so for now you know yeah that's did he say it in Italian or was it in English or uh... I would assume it was in Italian because I don't I don't think Gallinari has been to Oklahoma yet since he's been traded to the Thunder. I, I'm not sure. He wasn't I don't think he was in any of those pictures when Chris Paul and Shea Gilgis Alexander went to the uh, memorial. Uh, so he's still yeah, he's in for <laughs> he's in for a treat if it, he's never been to Oklahoma. I could be mistaken. He might be with the Italian national team getting ready for the uh, World Cup, but I ah. probably not anymore since he had an appendectomy, and maybe that was his way of like, oh, like, oh man, I'd love to, but I, I just can't. I can't do that. I got, <laughs> my appendix is about to explode. Like, hey, that is a serious medical condition. Um, unlike all of the other players pulling out of Team USA, I would agree with his decision to pull out of Team <laughs> Italia. Yeah. So... You know, yeah, like, you gotta do what you gotta do. I've got to say, like, this was also on the show on Saturday. So, again, apologies for 
rehashing some things, but like I said 12 times already, it is August. I kind of, I'm kind of, I kind of feel bad about my original take on the U.S. basketball team players that are just all pulling out because the way I saw it originally was like, okay, this top dog pulled out. Well, then the other top dog is like, "Uh, I don't want to do it either. And then somebody else is like, I don't want to do it either independently. (laughs) And it just screamed of like guys just following each other because peers or guys that they deem better than them are doing something. So they feel like, oh, I need to do that. But I don't know right. if you, I don't know if you got a chance to see what CJ McCollum had been saying on either. I did. Yeah, on the he, he was on the Woj pod. He was on the jump. He basically was all over ESPN the last few days, and he brought up a good point. You know, like um, all, all this stuff is taking place literally, like it's going to take place, the training camps and everything, the exhibition games, and then it's going to finish probably about a week right before players have to report to their cities for training camp. Okay. So, so I'm, I kind of feel bad about just basically calling all these players followers. Like, I kind of understand it that I didn't even I, I don't know why I didn't want to look at it that way. Maybe it's just because I'm um, an idiot is probably the best way to say it. No, 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 no. I, yeah, I was listening to CJ McCollum saying, too. And he I mean, I really liked what he was saying about how, yeah, like these players made these decisions long before that they were actually announced. And so it really had nothing to do with like the domino effect. Because I was with you, Brady. Like, I really did think it was like, oh, he's going to, like, pull out of Team USA. I'm going to do it, too. That's a good idea. Oh, he's going to focus more on his team? Well, shoot, so am I. I'm going to focus more on my team. And so, I mean, I was totally in agreement with you on that. And I kind of saw that as kind of like a like an eye-rolling moment. Because it was like, okay, seriously, like, this is a really great honor to go play for Team USA. And you're just all of a sudden going to say, eh, never mind. But I was watching C.J. Uh, McCollum and whatever he was saying, and he was just like, yeah, I mean, these decisions, they were made long before they were actually announced. I think it was just kind of um, interesting timing that one by one, it would just come out and come out and come out and say, like, oh, now Dame's going to pull out. Now I'm going to pull out. Now whoever else is going to pull out. Like, it's just, it was kind of like bad timing, I guess, and it made these players look a little... Uh, not greedy, but it kind of just made them look unappreciative. But that really just wasn't the case. And so it was kind of cool, like, listening to what CJ had to say about it because, I mean, it totally uh, gave me a new perspective on the whole situation as well. So, I mean, yeah, it was just not exactly what I thought it was either. Yeah, at this point it is what it is. I mean, Team USA is still probably going to win just because, I mean, we've got the best basketball players in the world. What can we say? That's what we do. Um in other Thunder news, Miss Madison, um, and this is still a little bit loose, and we talked about it on Saturday. Hello, thing. It's <laughs> to the um, opportunity to come off the bench if it meant to help the team. And, you know, of course, Melo cut up Madison about his exit interview. I had, oh, yeah. I had totally forgot role and, and just f- doubled down on the whole, like, uh-uh, I'm Carmelo Anthony. I'm a. <laughs> Uh, I'm a Hall of Fame player um, in his mind and in reality, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. That that interview, um, even after Melo was on ESPN last week, then I might have come off the bench. It's oh man, I don't, I don't even know. I think Carmelo Anthony has gone through a. When he came to Oklahoma City, he was he was Carmelo Anthony. Damn it, like he was a player. He was someone to be valued. He had a hell of a career in front of them. He had a lot going on. He was Carmelo Anthony, and Oklahoma City was very lucky to have him. Okay? But, 
I think his time in Oklahoma City really put a lot into perspective, and I think a long time. You're not going to play like a 21, 22, 23-year-old kid when you're not 21, 22, 23 years old. You're not going to play like him unless you're like super, super rare breed. I don't even know. And also, I'm killing a cricket while I'm saying what I have to say. I'm sorry, I had to kill that cricket because I'm sitting in my bedroom right now and I looked down and I saw it. This is the first death on in OKC82 podcast history. <laughs> I'm sorry you all lose your life if you do that. Yeah. Well, anyway. Don't do that. So I think <laughs> I think after Carmelo Anso, when he was in Houston and that whole sit down he had with Stephen, uh, Stephen A. Smart, I didn't feel like the game loved me anymore. I didn't feel like I... He compared he had had for so long and then all of a sudden it was just taken out from underneath his feet and so that's kind of a crazy thing to think about especially for someone like Carmelo Anthony and right now I think he's just going through a you're not prime mellow anymore you you have a little bit of rust on you but it's not something for years now and he's been an incredible basketball player in the past that is being that's just kind of the reality of it every single basketball player goes through that yeah it's it's just, it's silly. I feel bad. For, I'll never forget. Might have been the Thunder and the Knicks um, in that regular season in Oklahoma City where the Thunder, I think it was like the third or fourth. I think Kevin Knox's first game as a starter and he got just blitzed. But locker um, actually waiting to talk to Mello and she said, yeah, he gives you great answers. He's really good. But, um, you know, I, I thought about that. And like Mello is real savvy. Mello understands that. Um, it means a lot to be cordial. It means a lot to be professional. But he also, I'm smart enough to be able to give a reporter or a scrum like a lot to um, this little media tour he's been on. Um, I don't look at it any any other way. Other, frankly, I'm surprised he didn't look into the camera and say, "I'm willing to come off the bench." I promise. <laughs> don't look at Stephen A. We know who you're talking to. You're talking to like the Lakers front office. You're talking to like, like whatever franchise you deem worthy. You're talking the you're talking to them. Not to totally forgot about the um, I ain't sacrificing no bench roll because that was one of the more in my the most colorful, entertaining exit interview I've ever ever been a part of. I love emotion still rolling, and that cricket is still. I'm not okay. Hang on, the cricket's still moving. Um, the cricket has risen. The cricket has risen. It's dead now. Um, anyway, so. Gosh, I just totally lost my train of thought. That cricket, I swear. Um, so, yeah, um, I don't know. I think a lot can be said in exit interviews because I think emotions are high. And especially if you just were eliminated from the playoffs, like you, you're probably going to have some interesting thoughts crossing your mind. You're going to want to make your point very clear. And I think Carmelo Anthony, because like Brady said, he was a really fun player to cover. He was always pretty respectful to the media. He, he gave some good quotes. He would look you in the eye. He was kind of fun to talk to. He would laugh along with you. But honestly, I think the fact of the matter is that Carmelo Anthony is just, he's just Carmelo Anthony. He's an interesting cat. And I would like to see him go on and continue doing what he's doing. Well, I guess doing something a little bit different because he hasn't been doing anything recently except for going on yachts with IG models. But an interesting cat. And I'm just going to leave it right there. Brady, take it away. Um, I mean, I'll just... 
I read that article and I died laughing because he put out a follow-up video. Are you kidding me? This is so funny. And I live for the IG model stories. So this just... Just go private on Instagram, man. It's that easy. That easy. <laughs> or just don't... Faithful. Um, um, I'm trying to think what a, something else. Oh yes, Shay Gilgisal shunning their native native home countries, and just saying <laughs> nah. Um, no, it was that. no like uh, Shay put out that message on Twitter because I barely read it. I just read the first sentence because I'm a great reporter, Madison. Uh, um, yeah, no no Shay for Team Canada. Um, basically. Get get to football season so we can have something to watch on t- on TV and um, tailgate. And then we can do basketball and we can all have a good time and be fun. Uh, Madison has a birthday coming up. Oh, snap. Like You know what? The day before and I, I meant to ask you like, hey, when's your birthday again? Because I, I knew it was coming up. I just couldn't. Oh, my God. Party hearted. Oh. And just kidding. You can't party on the Lord's Day. But we're going to. Abrahamic faith. <laughs> Christian, Jew, or Muslim, you can. I, I'm, I mean, I would be lying if I said I haven't had like a mimosa on Sunday before, but I can't. Uh, I can't party hardy on a Sunday. That's the Lord's day, man. Well, that's so a, that's Sunday, so we're gonna do it on Friday. Oh snap! What's the plan? Day. No, you can. <laughs> you can just go ahead and do um do it now, and I will. Uh, so uh, please do. <laughs> I'll I'll make something fun. Okay, perfect. Well, the plan. Um, Madison, I'll say happy birthday to you since uh, the next podcast you will be, um, what, 21? Oh, oh my. <laughs> you're, start- you're starting to join me, Madison. Like Brady does. <laughs> Continue to work out. Please eat healthy. You 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 were twenty four. All I did was drink and eat pizza and think. Oh, it'll never happen to me. Uh, oh. Honestly, pizza and drinking sounds so fun. Um, promises. Hey, let's round this off real quick. Um, with a thunder connection. If you had to get pizza, and- <laughs> who would it be, Madison, and I was about why? To say, that's like the easiest question. Not a date. This is just purely uh, friendly. Well, there's like a couple that I I don't even think me. That'd be so fun. No, uh, it would be it would be fun. And if you were like trying to, do, um, I'm I'm sure you'd only get like two pieces in and go, oh, it's gone. Never mind. <laughs> no, shoot. Shout out Ray Felton. Oh, yeah, shout out to Ray Ray. He's great. <laughs> I don't want to get pizza and beer with any of them. Not even Chris <laughs> Paul? No. No. Not even Mike Muscala. He could rap for you. I don't want to get pizza with Mike. Yeah, we don't speak the same language. I don't think we would have much to talk about. Well, it's in Oklahoma City. Oh, absolutely. Do you have a favorite? I do. It's called Stella's. Yeah, I've been, yeah it's on over by 10th Street or whatever. Yeah, I've been down there. Yes, um, it is fabulous. Because it was one of the few times I've ever used a gift card. And as a former waiter and bartender, 
a gift card because you know they're not tipping on the original check. They're tipping on the uh, discount. It's, it's just always that initial like, I'm sorry I'm handing you this. I'm so sorry. Like, I've been told that I over tip, but, you know, I'll be damned hey, if I, if thing. I'll be damned if I never want to be known as a bad tipper. Weren't the Thunder players considered bad tippers? Russell, I know, I'm pretty sure if uh, people that subscribe to this podcast and listen to our show, if you've worked at a nice place, um, restaurant-wise, pretty sure you've waited on Russell Westbrook at some rare occurrence. Russell's just not a very good tipper. It's, it's, it is what it is. That's such a sh- kind of money, and I still consider myself a good tipper. I've heard Stephen Adams is a good tipper, which makes sense. Entree and then dessert, so there's a lot of service yeah. involved. Lots of food coming up. Um, I guess Italian restaurants. Have you ever been to Flips over by Class and Curve? always looking for new places to go here yeah it's uh pretty cool it's like old school like the red red and white plaid uh picnic table table covers in the corner where you'd like picture the mob sitting (laughs) we should yeah let me just slip them a note in the locker room and then get tackled by tumbleson and john reed (laughs) by the way if if our uh, mutual friends from the thunder are listening this deep into the podcast about please give us something to talk about trade somebody sign somebody um where or why did he cut the tongues out of his shoes and it made jerry like like what what yeah give us some more man especially like right now because we're going on not like imaginary dates but imaginary pizza runs players right now so that's what we've resulted to look this lowly state of ours it's going to be season and the thunder like two and eight and it's oh, I can't wait. 12 o'clock at night madison <laughs> now um i actually um real quick before we go madison i had mentioned because chisholm and i were talking about the franchise podcast network that kind of launched over the past week um you are going to be covering your alma mater this year the oklahoma state I cowboys I'm, I'm sorry if i said anything out of turn but i just wanted you to clarify because i said i'm sure madison occurrences where there's a thunder game the same day as an an osu game um, obviously i think madison's going to be covering osu football if it's vice versa it might be the other way around coverage um schedule is going to be like during that time when football and basketball kind of overlap i haven't like totally broken down those schedules and put them side by side to see when it does line up um obviously like Thunder is probably going to be one of my priority coverages just because that's going to be, that's just something I've been doing for the past two years. And since OSU football is a little bit newer, um, I'm either going to check and see kind of what Brady was saying, like check and see if OSU is going to be home and if Thunder's away, then that will give me ample opportunity to go up to Stillwater and kind of take care of that. But if it's both like OSU at home and Thunder at home, um, I haven't really decided what to do. I think I'll probably just talk to our trusty leaders and see what they think would be best. Um, either way, though, I really am excited to be bringing coverage both from Stillwater and inside Chesapeake Energy Arena this year. Um, yeah, I guess we're just going to kind of wait and see if that happens since usually Thunder Games, they rarely fall on a Saturday, uh, but there have been a few times this past season where they did fall on Saturday, so we'll just kind of have to buckle down and see when that happens yeah i mentioned last year that i think i think this is true 
Uh, but I, but it's just because I remember two specific examples. Um, the Thunder, uh, the Thunder, a Thunder game and an OU football game um, happened twice on the same day last year, and it was uh, I can't remember who OU was playing at the time. It was a little bit earlier in this. It was some point in October because it was like the Thunder's fourth or fifth game of the year is when they went down to Dallas without Russell um, after he uh, rolled his ankle. So it was about the tenth okay. or eleventh game of the year for the Thunder. And the Thunder went down and lost to the Mavericks. They were on the road. OU was at home. And then that Friday night game, which was just weird to, you know, OU's playing football on a Friday night, but it was also a Thunder home game. The um, OU was on the road in Morgantown, West Virginia. So it worked out that I was able to cover the game, the Thunder game in the arena. And then afterwards, Madison, you had to like sit in the media room and watch me scream and jump at the TV (laughs) for the fourth quarter of that West Virginia game. I do remember that. Yes. Yeah. It was fun. Like Royce Young and uh, all the other former, like, you know, OU alums that are covering the thunder. Everybody is in there watching it, like doing the same thing I am. So it was, it was fun to be a fan basically at the office. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that probably will happen sometime this season. Um, I guess we'll just we'll just see where someone wants me. Honestly, my hands are tied. I will go wherever anyone needs me to go. Like I am just a slave, ready to go. What if they send you back to Colorado? I would say yes in a heartbeat. I would have my plane ticket already ready. My suitcases are always packed for Colorado. Like, please send me back to Colorado. I would be <laughs> thrilled. Yeah, if we go to a Denver game. Um... <laughs> if for whatever reason we get to go back to uh, Denver for the th- um, Thunder and the Nuggets, which I don't know why we would since the Thunder aren't going to be very good. Um, <laughs> but, you know, hopefully I'd like to. Uh, it's going to be funny when I get there, Madison, and you've already been there for a week, and you're just like, all right, yeah, let's uh, cover that, that basketball contest. Like, oh, yeah, we'll do the game, but then back to the mountains. <laughs> well, with that, Madison, I will let you go and enjoy your um, last few days as a early 20s. Uh, individual before you hit the dreaded mid twenties, uh, the, oh God. in the uh, midlife crisis that is coming your way ever so slowly. Yep. <laughs> Honestly, I have so many midlife crises coming my way. Like, oh, I'm just buckling down. I'm getting ready. So good. Yeah. Was, well, everybody, thank you so much for listening to the OKC eighty two podcast. As always, um, like I said a little bit earlier, we did launch the franchise podcast network. Um, we're all very excited about it. We've got a plethora of different podcasts from a uh, pod on sports gambling, um, sports betting, of course. Uh, Sam Mays, our own Barry Sam Mays, has his own podcast. Um, even Jerry Ramsey has his own podcast. Um, and then for OU fans that listen to uh, OKC82, um, John Hoover and I do an OU podcast. And we do have an OSU podcast coming we're still working out some details, so OSU fans, rest assured, your entertainment is on its way as well. And like you know, like we just kind of talked about, Madison is going to be covering um, OSU this year, and she's going to do just as good of a job as she does covering the Thunder. So um, I'm sure Cowboy fans are excited about that. Um, but but for Miss Madison Morris, thank you so much for joining me tonight, and for all you guys listening, thank you guys so much for joining in on the fun, and we'll talk to you guys later. <laughs>